so, okay, slightly exciting note. We're finally recording in the murder shed, podcast shed, she it's shed. It's the she shed. Whatever the fuck we're calling it, we're in it. God damn! Assuming this works. Which, uh, another fucking, I guess... Where'd my beer go? Okay, disclaimer here is. is that if the audio on this one is off, like on the actual recording podcast thing that people might listen to if they're not watching the Twitch, mm-hmm. it's because we've changed our recording yet again. Which brings me to the point of, if we've started the podcast now... Yeah, I think we have. Okay, so uh, if you're tuning in to the actual podcast and not listening live via Twitch... Not only are you missing out, but just bear with us if the audio is a little different or weird or wonky because we're in the she shed. Whoop, she shed. Oh, God damn it. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 82. 82. Of? I said goddamn. She said it. I we said it. I'd say it again. It. Yep. Erin, uh, give me your goddamn. Okay. <gasps> oh. My kid pooped on the potty. What? Twice. What? Twice. What? Twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We redlined like real bad that whole time. Yeah, listen, that's why you're not. Oh my god, congratulations! Crushing mom life. I had nothing to do with it. it. He just was like, I'm gonna go take a shit, mom, I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, he went up to, I don't know, like brush his teeth or something with dad, and then they came back down, and like Brandon was yelling the whole time, like, go tell your mom, go tell your mom. And my kid was naked, and he came into the kitchen, and I was like, sup? (laughs) What's going on here? And Brandon's like, did you tell him? And he goes, I naked buns back up to the fucking bathroom and he gets up there and he he squows out another turn for me <laughs> i was so proud oh my god that's fucking love yeah he saved half yeah. his shit to show you <laughs> he did and then he looked at it and he's like poop i was like crushed it bud and then he flushed it he was so oh pumped. that's so awesome yeah. twice in one night yeah. Twi- in one night yeah <laughs> i can't do that so <laughs> You, I'm impressed. You shit like once a week, if that. I know. And that's a good week. Yeah. he's uh, He's got Brandon's fucking bowels. <laughs> Just Poor shit kid. them out instantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God, that's so exciting. Girl, do you know how long I've been trying to get my kid to take a shit on the potty? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I, heard. I don't know why he wanted that's to awesome. or decided to, but I was like, fuck yeah, let's He was do like, this. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. He hasn't done it since. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, I mean. All right, Stacey, give me your goddamn... All right, guys, my goddamn is that um, I'm obviously having construction done on my house, a.k.a. my entire foundation is being ripped up. And I got a call today from the guy running the construction or whatever the hell. I don't know what his title would be, but, you know, the main guy we're paying a lot of money to. Yep. Uh, he called and he was like, hey, guys, guess what? Your house is really old. And yep. what they did back in them days was they would just put like your water lines in the foundation. And so we kind of cut through your water lines. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like the piping. Oh, they cut through one. Was the water off? I don't know. Everything's wet in there, but like, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was thinking like if you're cutting cement, I'm sure the saw gets hot. So they have to like hose it down, right? I look at Brandon like, (laughs) I don't know, fact check this shit. (laughs) Brandon's like, I'm not paying attention. That's okay. We don't need a fact check. Yeah. See, wet saw. So I figured that's why there was water everywhere. It is? Or you're just guessing? Yeah. And too dusty. You're so smart. I know. Listen. Been around the block a day or two. I guess. A time or two. Did I not ask Aaron if, if they were going to cut through the water pipes? He did. Days ago. He did. I was like, oh, they're going to cut through all that shit. Oh, you called it? 
I, yeah. That's what Yo, I, homie, I, what I, about, like, a little heads up? <laughs> I was like, oh, she said the water's off. And he's like, oh, yeah, because then they did all the plumbing and stuff. It probably went through all the concrete and blah, blah, blah. So then they're just going to fucking cut that shit all out. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is he still talking to me? <laughs> yeah. 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 They, uh, they definitely accidentally cut Ooh. through the water lines. And so the guy called and he was like, listen, no problem. I got a guy. I'm going to call him. And he's going to let you know how much it's going to be. because uh, No, really, your insurance is going to fucking cover it. Uh, and by yours, I mean his. Oh, I was like, uh. No, no, no. no. His who <laughs> accidentally cut through that Not shit. Not mine. Yeah. <laughs> mine won't do that. Uh, I know this on account of Brandon is a fucking contractor's insurance guy. Okay, well, I'll talk to him about it because this is changing my view on I thought this guy turned out to be a real nice guy. <laughs> okay, listen. So he, he fucked up and he knows a guy, so don't worry. Well, listen to her. Right, Hold right, that down. All right. Tone right, it down. All right, all Calm right, down. Right. I appreciate you getting heated for me, though. I, I'm, I'm here for you. It. I'm here for you. <laughs> uh, so he calls the guy, and he's like, really, what you should do, because this is such an old home, is you should repipe it through your fucking ceilings, and unicorns should carry buckets of water to your toilet every time you flush it. Whatever the fuck it's supposed to do. The ceilings? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't really know. That's what Lee said, and I was like, uh-huh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, um, totally, got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just why unicorns came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get it. How Magic is happening. Yeah, so when I flush, my poop goes away. That's yeah. all I care about, right? And water <laughs> takes it. And uh, so he's like, uh, turns out the guy says it'll be about 16 grand to fix it. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. don't double charge me for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. I'm poor. Yeah. And so the guy was like, uh, listen, at that point, I wouldn't do that. Like, that's way too much money. It's not worth it. If yeah. this were my house, I wouldn't even do that. And so it was like, we should just like repipe since everything's exposed. Because they, they cut through one and they chipped around all the rest because they were like, oh. Oh, there's pipes in here. Yeah, that makes sense because there's a bathroom right there, so there's pipes. So, uh, God damn. I know. So he chipped around all the rest, and he's like, since there's exposed, we should just, like, replace everything and make sure it's all nice because, you know, my house is built in 1960. It's fucking old as hell. Like, yeah. Shit's going to break, and he's about to pour new foundation on it. So he's like, well, this is the time to replace it. And since I cut through one, I'll go half on it. And then it was, like, way less than 16 grand. Like, I'm talking a couple hundred bucks. Oh, nice. Anyway, so it turned out everything's cool. It's chill. We're just going to fucking repipe our goddamn foundation. And someday when I'm rich and loaded, I will pipe it through the ceiling with unicorns. I don't understand that. I feel like, what if you flush the toilet and then a fucking pipe bursts and it just rains down on you? That's what I was saying. I was like, now my walls are ruined. But I guess that's cheaper than a foundation. Like but drywall? your foundation wouldn't be ruined. Like concrete wouldn't be ruined. If yeah, it would. Water You'd have to refoundate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know enough about this shit. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lady. Are you ready to hear some murder? Please tell me all about the murder. All right. Well, I am going to tell you a little bit about Jessica Dishon. Ooh, girl. I keep saying Dishon, like Bishon, but it's actually Dishon. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. <laughs> it is different. And every time I'm like, I'm going to give her a little flair. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Dishon? I heard people say it a lot, and it's Dishon. So, this takes place in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Don't read my notes. I'm not. I'm looking into your soul. Okay. Into I'm going to put them right soul. here. <laughs> okay. So, yep. Jessica lived at home with her mom, her dad, and her two brothers. And she was 17 years old. She was a senior in high school. Alrighty. Okay. Painting the fucking picture. Got it. On September 10th. Oh. <gasps> yeah. What year? 1999. <laughs> not, not when I was born, but no, close. No, That's close. my birthday. That is her birthday. You guys can all murder me now because you know a little bit more about me. Yeah, well, listen, they don't know things like 
exactly where you live. Yeah, please, let's just not. (laughs) So, it was a Friday. Ooh. And the family was getting ready for life that day, which meant, like, work and school and all that shit, right? Yeah. And Jessica's mom, Edna, left for work before all of the kids woke up, which was usual. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jessica's dad left a little bit later after waking up the boys. She had two brothers. Mm-hmm. For school, he did pop in to check on Jessica, and he was like, oh, cool, she's still asleep, but she's a fucking senior, so she can get herself ready. No big deal. Bye. And yeah, he left. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jessica's mom came home, and I heard a couple accounts from this. I heard that she came home from grocery shopping, which would have been, like, an hour or two later, and I heard that she came home from work, which would have been, like, later in the fucking day, right? Yeah, yeah. But she came home, and Jessica's car was still in the driveway, and so she's like... Ooh, not a good sign. Yeah, uh, that was unusual. She's like, the fuck's going on here, right? So she goes into the house, and she's like... Hello, Jessica, where are you? Is anybody home? Yeah, and she's not getting any answer or anything. Then at 1 p.m., Jessica's mom calls Jessica's dad and asks if he had taken her to school that day because her car was still there. Yeah, like, why is her car here and she's gone? Yeah, and he was like, nope, didn't do that, but go use the spare key and see if her car works or not because maybe it broke down and she couldn't fucking get there. Way to use your noggin. I would have been like, I don't know. I don't get it. She's gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. She probably walked for some reason. No reason. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, check that shit, right? Yeah. And so Edna goes out to check the car and she finds Mm -hmm. Jessica's purse, a shoe, and her cell phone. No. And her keys were still in the car. No. From her own driveway? From her own driveway. I have to leave later. And her cell phone had dialed 9-1. It's your worst goddamn fear, right? <laughs> Were you going to finish that? Like, what if it's 9 one Nope, just 9-1. <gasps> As <gasps> if to say, you know when you're, like, it. in a fucking situation no. and you're like, I'm going to dial 9-1 and then if this shit gets real, I'm going to dial that last one, right? That's exactly what I do. I know. <gasps> so... Apparently, she had the same fucking thought. You gotta do 911 and then wait to hit enter. No, because I think if you hit 911, it, like, fucking calls them. Oh. Oh. At least that's... (laughs) Riley. Got you. That's what I heard back in high school, which totally could be not true. In high school, we didn't have these kind of phones. Truth. So Jessica's dad, Mike, comes home to help look for her, obviously, because fucking Edna's probably freaking the fuck out, and I'd be like, hey, get your ass home, right? Yeah. They called the school to see if she had gone in that day and they were like nope haven't seen her truancy yeah we didn't call you though don't worry about it yeah it's cool she's just missing all day yeah it's fine because it's 99 and nobody fucking cares Mm -hmm. so at about 5 p.m they went to the police and they were like hey our daughter is gone we can't find her her shoe and cell phone were in a car yeah and her purse which is like a fucking girl's most prized possession yeah 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 and the police were like "Mm, she probably ran away Oh, God. No. 99? Even in 99 they were doing that? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, with one shoe and no phone? She probably hopped away. Yeah. It's cool. (laughs) She's down this fucking gravel drive. (laughs) That's so fucked up. Oh, God. So the police were like, all right, we'll come back in the morning or come back tomorrow and we'll fucking maybe look into it Listen, if it's serious, tomorrow we'll deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Give her some time to come back or not, right? Oh, God. Okay. And so they're like, okay, we hate you, but fine. So Whoa. then they go home, and the next day, obviously, she still hadn't come home. Uh, oh, 
God, that's got to be the worst feeling as a parent, too. I'd to like, go ah. to sleep? Yeah. Do you think you could even sleep? No, I'm sure they didn't. No, I know. They just, like, went home for yeah. the night. And they were like, well, fuck, this sucks. We should call all of her friends. And I'm sure they did that, too. Everyone in the town. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they did. Like, mm, yeah. Nope, nothing. Yeah. Because she dialed 9 fucking 1 one. She didn't just run away. No, no, what no. the fuck? She dialed 9 okay. <laughs> Listen, don't all, twist my story. We all know what that third number was going to be. I, probably. More than likely. Yeah. Which, for everyone not in America, yeah. It's 911 <laughs> is our emergency number. <laughs> I guess I should finish that thought. All right. So they go back to the police the next day, and the police finally come to take a statement and to like look around and shit, right? Yeah. They're like, we'll poke around. Yeah. So they search the car, but they weren't wearing any gloves. Oh, God. Damn it. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, and just... Uh, what's all this shit? <laughs> is this prime evidence? Literally, like, looking at her shoe and, like, ah, yeah, let me just yeah. put my DNA all over the fucking yeah. steering wheel and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Jessica's dad was obviously pissed. Yeah. Because he's like, listen, if there was anything to fucking look for, you guys just destroyed all of it, right? What an asshole. Yeah. The cops. <laughs> Not Jessica's dad. He's yeah. a really cool guy. Yeah, I wanted to specify. I don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. So, this whole town is basically made up of, like, small town fucking people, right? Yeah. Like, these three families lived there, and they've lived there for hundreds of years. Probably not that many, because it's America. It's like the Hatfoids and McCoys. All of them. It's like those, (laughs) it's like those people. You know, like, yeah, there you go. Like, generations, and they're, like, three families live in this fucking town. And plus, if it's a small town, everybody knows everybody. Exactly. Yeah. It's like an everybody knows everybody type of deal, right? So they're like... This lady, she wouldn't just do that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, and she didn't fucking run away with one she shoe. Wasn't, yeah, she wasn't known like, for dialing 9-1 and then leaving. Those those were her shoes that she wore. It yeah. wasn't like... She, she needed those for running. <laughs> or, or walking. So that day, Mike and Edna get their extended family and the community to come help look for Jessica since the police were like, I don't know, no fucking <laughs> Shit, leads. This looks hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where she went. Do you know where she went? You should probably look for her. Right? Oh, God, that sucks. Okay, so they get some help. Yeah. And so Mike's brother, Stanley, was like, hey, we should check by the riverbed because that's a secluded place and not to be, like, morbid and shit, but it'd be the perfect place to dump a body. All right. A little specific, but something we would say. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I mean, I don't mean to be a dick, but, like, if she was kidnapped and murdered, we should probably check out the scariest fucking place in town, right? Yeah. Or Stacy's foundation. (laughs) Yeah. Or there. (laughs) So the family goes out to search. And Stanley starts to feel a little bit sick, and he starts throwing up and has to go home. Everybody else kind of keeps searching for a little bit. Who's Stanley? Sorry. Mike's brother. Okay. Okay, yes. The one who was like, go look in the riverbed. Yeah, he's like, we should check the riverbeds. That's the perfect place to dump a body. And then he's like, I don't feel so good. Guys, I think I have the flu. He didn't say that. He just started throwing up. He got the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone else kind of keeps searching around for a little bit. They all eventually leave. Nobody finds anything, right? All right. So this search was happening on September 12th, which is two days later. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after they didn't find anything, they went back home and were doing their normal household shit, right? And then just... laundry's got to get done. Dishes got to be done. Goddamn right. Life goes on. Laundry piles up, especially in a house with three fucking oh, kids. Oh, son of a bitch. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, I have two. And I'm, my brother just the other day was like, it's like you're always doing laundry. And I was like, yeah. I know. That's my life. Because it has to be done. Yeah. So no matter if somebody is missing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They're like, I need clothes still mm-hmm. to search in. Feel ya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't be naked. That'll be <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So then Jessica's brother, Chris, goes out to feed the dogs, which they're outside. I guess they live out there. But the dogs? Yeah. But yeah. he comes back inside and he was like, Dad. I Stop. think I heard Jessica yelling, Help me, help oh. me. Today? Like while 12? he was fucking outside. The twelfth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like, but he didn't have a premonition, like, guess what I just remembered. <laughs> no, no, no. He came back inside and was like, bruh, she's outside. <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Hold up. But it was probably like, dead. <gasps> she's outside. Okay, wait a minute. But before you were going to say that, I thought you were going to say, like, the dog came back with her femur. Because oh, this is the shit we talk about That's happened before. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't that. he was like, I heard her scream. Yeah, he was like, I heard her say, help me, help me. So Mike grabs his gun and mm. he's like, let's mm. go fucking find her. I love it. Yeah. This is Seidel as a dad. <laughs> this is totally Brandon as a dad. Brandon is called Seidel sometimes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's on Facebook. Everyone okay, knows it's, fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Comes in with his 12-gauge tactical shotgun. <laughs> what the fuck it's called? <laughs> click, click, boom, bitch. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah, he's he's about to Coming fucking hot. fuck somebody's shit up. What's he going to be like? Where'd you hear it coming from? <laughs> that's not going to translate well to sound it's probably over there yeah she just tested the uh wind with her tongue uh finger, finger. i licked it yeah now i got you shouldn't yeah right now i sanitize so it's nighttime now okay and they with find a shotgun yeah okay probably doesn't have a flashlight on it and someone on the next property is burning something <gasps> outside no yes no yes just chicken just grilling <laughs> nothing to just see a here fucking lamb Wasn't i have a there? rack of lamb yeah, yeah. <laughs> just making some euros over here it's their neighbor bucky brooks bucky bucky that's his name does he wear overalls without a shirt fucking probably okay <laughs> so i guess bucky and the dishes had some kind of beef previously <gasps> Hatfields and McCoy. Right? I called that shit. You did. Except for it's like Dishons and Bucky. Yeah, you know, mm, the Brooks. 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 Okay. Brooks is. Yeah. And then when Jessica went missing, Bucky had called their home and was yelling, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Uh, like in a mocking up. way. No. Yeah. Why? Because he's being a fucking dick. Weird. Yeah. Super don't weird. Like it. I don't like it. I don't Bucky. like it either. Bucky's kind of a dick in this story he sounds like it yeah he sounds awful right so mike is like can we search your farm right yeah and can we aka i'm gonna aka i would love to and bucky was like no fuck off right yep gonna do it and so i got a tactical shotgun with a flashlight (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) so mike calls the police and then they came out and finally did like thorough search and i guess they searched bucky's property okay good and they got scent dogs and they had cadaver dogs and the cadaver dogs hit on the fire pit no yes no and there was a pair of gloves inside the fire pit that the cadaver dogs were like it's from fucking these right what kind of gloves i don't know they kind of looked like yard gloves okay but you know how it's like this is probably a reenactment Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, they probably didn't have film crew there when they were digging up the gloves. Yeah, yeah. I get you. It still wasn't enough to arrest Bucky because dogs and all that kind of shit is, like, not permissible. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mike calls the FBI because the police aren't doing fucking shit. And he's okay. like, bro, let's get somebody in here and find my daughter, yeah. right? Check my shit out. Dogs yeah. hit on the fire pit. Yeah. So the FBI come out and they take Jessica's car for evidence because they're like, let's fucking do a thorough investigation. Thorough 
<laughs> I liked it. Even though the cops have literally licked every morsel of evidence. Yep. They're like, maybe they didn't touch some shit in the backseat, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll lift a print. And so they do a search of the town, and they even brought in a helicopter to search the pond and oh. took guys out to walk through the pond with, like, those fucking pokey sticks. Like, oh, let's see if there's pond anything wasn't soft deep. here. No, I guess not. Okay. Oh, they were going to poke it? They were going to poke a body? Like, Haven't you seen them do that sometimes? No. Oh. But I want that job. Oh, you do? Yeah. You'd poke it and you'd be like, ah, that one felt different. That one. That one definitely oh. wasn't just Earth. And they still weren't having much luck, right? Okay, so they didn't poke anything weird. No, no. Okay. So then the FBI searches Bucky's property, and on his farm, they find... Tigers, and he fed her to the tigers. This is not Joe Exotic. (laughs) Okay, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. You're right. You don't know what happened. You guys have had fucking seven quarantine days to look at this shit. At least. (laughs) So, and it's allegedly. Yeah, So then the FBI searches Bucky's property, and they find dot, dot, dot. What, what, what? Jessica's school picture. Ew. Oh, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Where? In his barn. Oh, Like, pinned? Like, if this were my barn, was it pinned? (laughs) No. Or was it just, like, thrown in the corner? That might be worse. I think it was just, like, on the floor, and it was, like, they picked it up, and they were like, that's weird. Might be worse. What were you doing with that thing in the corner of the barn? Was it sticky? Mm-hmm. Wish she, <laughs> wish she didn't. That would have been cut out. It. And then you said it. <laughs> and so Bucky is obviously the prime suspect in this shit, but they can't arrest him because the evidence is circumstantial. Yes, because so, just the dog hits. Yeah. Okay. So September 27th, a lady named Karen from out of town is Fucking driving Karen. through the river bottoms, yep. and she oh, just so happened to look over, and she sees something leaning up against a tree. No. Yes. Out of the water, on the bank. Yes. Okay. They're in the river bottoms. It was like, this is kind of like a marshy area, not necessarily like a a swamp. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It seemed like it. It's not a river. It's not a pond. It's a swamp. It's a river bottom. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So she gets out of her car to go check it out. Yeah. And she realizes that it's a body. Dun, dun, dun. So she calls the police, right? Uh Uh-huh. And the FBI believe that it's Jessica's body, but this was 17 days after she went missing. (gasps) Oh. That's so, not a body you want to find. Shit was pretty decomposed. Yeah, that's not something you want to find. Yeah. So they asked Edna, the uh, mom, uh-huh. to come fucking identify her daughter, <gasps> right? No. She had to identify her by a tattoo on her side. I prefer that method. Because her face was so wrong. Like, yeah. Yep. So not correct. Didn't like it. Yeah. Thanks. And they determined that the cause of death was strangulation. Oh. <gasps> But why was her face so fucked up? Just decomposition? Or did she get beat up? Well, yes. Yes, yes. Mm. So then they determined that the cause of death was strangulation. You did mention that. Okay. And Mm -hmm. she had a broken jaw. Okay. And some of her fingers were cut off. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. She had been kept alive for three days. No. Without food or water. this... Like, with the broken jaw and no fingers, she was with kept alive? With the broken jaw, probably not without the fingers. Okay, the fingers were after, but still. Broken jaw, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, three days. Okay. Oh. So, Bucky's brought into the police station, Fuck and Bucky. he's questioned. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I guess he had originally said that he had seen Jessica walking down the road on the morning that she went missing. No, she wasn't walking. She was driving. She was trying to go to school. Well, nine, one. Hmm? 
You're not walking. With Listen, one shoe? Did she have one shoe? I mean, Tell maybe me her car Bucky. didn't start. And he was like, And uh, she was like, fuck this one shoe in particular. I'm going to hop to school. Yeah. No, and Bucky. fuck my cell phone in my purse. Okay. So basically, he's placing himself, like, at the scene of the yeah, crime and shit, right? he's saying, like, I saw her walking, but. Yeah. Right. We're with yeah. you, Bucky. We get you. Yeah. And then he eventually takes that back. And he said that he actually didn't see her that morning because he was having sex with his wife. Oh, get it. No, you mm-hmm. weren't. Nobody has sex in the morning if you're married for that long. Fuck, I'm guessing right? you're married forever if your name is Bucky. <laughs> if your name That's is Bucky. a hot new trot. It's been since high school. <laughs> uh, so his wife was also questioned. And she was like, we didn't have sex that morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been married forever. No. Or like any morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to wake up slowly and get a cup of coffee first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is not how I need to wake up. Yeah. And so they asked him, what would he say if they found his fingerprints on her body? And he said, quote, what? If you found my fingerprints, I'll have to admit it. No. If. No. You wouldn't say that if you were innocent. Well, listen. Would you? I mean, if you found my fingerprints, I'd have to say I did it. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, how the fuck did my fingerprints get there? <laughs> I didn't touch that lady. Same Z's. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He yeah. was like, I mean, I guess. Bucky did it. Okay. That's why. So listen. So Bucky's looking real fucking sus, right? For sure. Yeah. And they do a polygraph on him. Oh, because those are... Those are uh, court submissible. Totally legit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he failed the polygraph. Naturally. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And they arrest Bucky for the murder of Jessica. Wah, 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 called it. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. That's my air horn that Do I suck Do you know doing. who does a really good air horn is Kevin. Kevin. I know he does. He did it once and I was like, I've been trying for weeks. <laughs> so he's charged and facing the death penalty. Good. And the defense was arguing that the whole investigation was handled poorly, stating that with the car and all the way down to the DNA evidence not being frozen when it should have been frozen, I guess. They're oh. like, this shit says keep frozen all over it. And was it ever kept frozen? And, <laughs> and like, somebody nah. was like, uh, room temperature will do. Mm-hmm. On so, her body or something? Uh, I don't know where the evidence came from, where the DNA evidence probably came from. Probably not the car, because they weren't doing a good job at that. No, probably not. So the defense brought in James Coulter, who happened to be a drug dealer in the town. Okay. And he admitted to seeing Jessica the day before she went missing. Okay. They tried to say that he was a shady character who also could have killed Jessica. Basically being like, hey, there's Somebody this other else. guy yeah. who fucking is also suspicious as fuck, right? I feel like something's going to happen with Stanley who threw up or almost threw up at the scene. That's interesting that you think that. Okay. But the prosecution was like, no, nah, it was definitely Bucky. He failed a polygraph test. Yeah. That's- However. Stanley was sick. <laughs> As we know, polygraph tests aren't accurate, yeah. and it wasn't allowed to be, like, fucking yeah. brought up at all in court. No, you're not going to, like, that's not your solid evidence. That yeah. was their solid evidence. How about the picture in the corner that was sticky, allegedly? But since this guy was like, no, 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 he failed this polygraph test, they were like, oh, you brought up the polygraph test. This oh. shit's a mistrial now, right? Yeah. So it was declared a mistrial against Bucky, uh-huh. and they could retry him. If they got more evidence, but the they didn't police have any of that. they didn't have any more evidence. Yeah. And then the police took in all of the evidence that they did have and they gave it back to the family. Like, I don't know, you figure this shit out. Just put right? it in the fridge. Yeah, basically. <laughs> we suck at putting shit in the fridge, so I hope you put it in the fridge. Yeah, they're like, we can't do anything with this. You guys want want it, right? And yeah. <laughs> do you want the swab? 
Right? And the family the was fuck? like, I mean, I guess. I'm like, sure they didn't give him swabs. Thanks for everything. Yeah, I don't think they did. Yeah. But they okay. gave him, like, the fucking shoe and the cell phone and all and that shit, right? And here's her fingernails. <laughs> right? And ugh. these are... Ugh. Okay. Uh, okay. So Mike and Edna end up getting divorced because they lost a kid and some yeah, shit went down. That's hard. There was no, Nobody like... Nobody wants to live through that. Yeah, there was no solution to it or anything. Like, no closure, which I guess yeah. oftentimes leads to divorce. Yeah, that's super so. sad. Super shitty. Way to bring it down. Over a decade goes by. Okay. And nothing new is found. Everybody's like, Bucky did it, but he got off. Yeah, basically. Okay. And a new investigator comes into town, and she's like, yo, I'm going to investigate your daughter's case more thoroughly. And she goes and fucking interviews Mike and Edna and everybody, right? We got Nancy Grace. Yeah, we got a fucking Nancy Grace on this bitch. (laughs) She shows up, and she's like, and let me tell you about this motherfucker, Bucky. Right? Well, she... Goes and finds out that Bucky actually had an IQ of 61. Yeah. Which is really, really low. I'm like, what's the number supposed to be? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he was a genius. (laughs) He sounds so smart. I guess it's really low. And I guess. I guess. I don't actually know any idea. But that means that he should not have been given a polygraph test because he didn't understand the questions. It's like Brendan Dassey. Like, where the fuck is Bucky's mom? Exactly. All right. Like, he just got fucking, I guess, hoodwinked into this shit. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, he didn't know the questions or understand the implications that they might have had with it. He thought he was just going to go home. Yeah, basically. Okay. He wasn't competent enough to do that shit, right? right. So then the investigator goes out to meet with Jessica's old drug dealer, James. Okay. (laughs) And so she's like, let me check his alibi, right? And yeah. it turns out that he had been at a hotel the night before Jessica went missing and hadn't checked out until later in the afternoon the next day. So he had some time to wash up. Well, he was with his girlfriend mm-hmm. in this hotel. So he has an alibi, right? And okay. she's like, well, did anybody see you, though? And she's like, he's like, this maintenance man did. Okay. And we're like, yeah, fucking right. Okay. Sure. Okay. Right? Okay. So then she goes to the hotel, and obviously they don't have records dating back to that fucking time because it's ten over 10 years ago. Yeah. But it turns out that the maintenance man that he was talking about still worked there. Ooh, yeah. so he might remember something. Mm-hmm. Well, he remembered fucking watching the case and everything, and he was like, yeah, I remember that guy. Oh. He was there that day. Oh. So his alibi checked out. Okay. Right? So then someone in prison contacts this new investigator, and he says that he knows who killed Jessica. Of course, because he's like, give me my day in court and my ride out of here, and I'll tell you everything. Mm -hmm. And this informant was a cellmate with Jessica's uncle, Stanley. I knew it! Why is Stanley in jail? Well, Stanley was in jail on account of uh, previous sexual assault cases. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Sexual assault on a minor, by the way. Okay, Stan. Yeah, Stan, listen. We're on to you with your vomitus. Get out of here. He said that Stanley admitted that he had been sexually abusing Jessica. No. And that he got mad when she started a relationship with a kid her own age. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, this little fucking bastard or whatever, right? Like, you can't see him, basically. You're with me, right? Oh, my God. But no. not with me because he's yeah. just like, you just can't be with them. Oh, God. And so the inmate said that Stanley kept her for a couple of days no. and then mutilated her body in no. order to make it look like a drug dealer or something along those lines, like, had done the crime. By, like, chopping off her fingers or uh-huh. something and fucking up her jaw? Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. That's your niece. Well, not her jaw, but chopping off the fingers, yes. Okay. Okay. 
What happened to her jaw? So no one should have known that except for whoever the was fuck said that close yeah. to the murder or involved in the murder and somehow. Yeah, the right? informant. Yeah. Okay. So the inmate also said that Stanley had told him that he had kept Jessica in an abandoned barn by the river bottom that the local kids used to have parties at. That sounds fun, minus the murder. <laughs> On the, the whole thing except for the murder part. Yeah, an abandoned barn sounds like a great time. Oh my god, okay. And that there was this tree near there that had fallen over and he had stashed some of Jessica's belongings near it, right? Oh, so if they can find these belongings, he's credible. Right. Okay. And so this new investigator takes Jessica's brother out and... <gasps> Not the brother. The brother showed her where the old barn was. Oh, God. That they all used to party at, right? Okay. And inside... <gasps> oh, my God. He heard her. He heard her. He heard her. Did I don't, he hear her? I don't know how far away the barn was from his house. This was the, the 12th. And he said he kept her alive for three days. Yeah. And it was the 10th. He may have heard her. But I don't know how far away the barn was from their house. I don't care. That's fucked up. Isn't it? Like, he absolutely could have heard her, depending on how far apart. This is the worst story ever. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Okay, so he takes the investigator to the barn. Yeah. And inside, they find a sheet with the same pattern from Jessica's comforter in her room. So they went inside? Inside the barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, whoever took her from the car, I'm imagining they took her from the car. They went inside the house. Oh, I'll tell you all about it. Ah, I hate it. Okay. So they go back to Jessica's old house. Okay. And her dad, Mike, had kept her room exactly as it was the day she went missing because he was like, um, I, I have no... turn this shit. Yeah, yeah, I have no fucking reason to go in here. Like, this yeah. is just where my daughter would live if she was still alive. Oh, my God. Super sad, right? Yeah. So they check the bed and the fitted sheet is missing. Oh, shit. So. Okay. Evidence is piling up against Stanley, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So remember how Stanley had suggested that they go check for Jessica down by the river bottom? Yep. And then he threw up yep. and they had to go back? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out it's because he couldn't handle it. Because he knew. Yeah. Mm, gross. So Stanley apparently had been raping Jessica for years. No. Years? Uh-huh. And that morning... He knew what time his brother and Edna would leave for work, and he knew what time the boys would leave to catch the bus, so he went oh over to their God. house when he knew Jessica would be alone. Oh, my God. Okay, so she's, he's like, they're going to be gone, and she's like, I'm just going to go to school, and her uncle fucking rolls up. Yep, her uncle rolls up. So and she knew to type 9 because she's been raped by him. This is the worst story ever. Yeah. So police speculate that he confronted her as she was leaving the house and they get into an argument because she's like, I, I don't want to be raped. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want this to happen Ooh, any longer. I don't like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he dragged her out of the car and that's where her shoe came off. And then she okay. ran back into the house and to her room where he chased her and then he hit her. Oh, God. And he broke her jaw. Oh, God. Possibly knocking her unconscious. Oh, my God. Okay. So... Now, to cover up what he did, he kidnapped her. Naturally. They were also speculating that perhaps she was threatening to tell her parents that he had been abusing her, and so Stanley knew that if that came out, his brother was going to kill him. You know, it's, like, a lot less worse than murder. What? Like, breaking a jaw and maybe rape. I mean, probably. A little less time. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Okay. So after he kidnapped her, he kept her in the barn for three days while he tortured her and sexually abused her. Oh, this is the worst. 
And then when Mike learned that his brother was the one that's now being accused. Oh my god, this poor guy. He was like, fuck that, I want the death penalty. Click, click, boom, yeah. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. upon questioning the family about Stanley, it came out that he had been sexually abusing three other family members. No. Seven other girls in total. Oh! Yeah! Oh! Yeah! Oh! Yeah. Did he not have any kids? Not that you should abuse them, but, like, I'm just curious. He had a mullet. I don't know what that means. Like, maybe a lot of babies? Maybe no babies. <laughs> it can mean I anything. guess that's true. It's either way, in the baby department. I'm just saying, he was a little weird. He was a little creepy. Oh, God. So that the girls wouldn't have to take the stand, they offered Stanley a plea deal. Mm-hmm. And he was given an Alfred plea, which basically means that he's not admitting that he did it, but he'll plead guilty because he can sense that there's enough evidence against him to convict him. Yep. The whole staircase thing. Yes. That's the only reason I know about the Alfred plea. Yeah. Yeah. And so he pled guilty to four counts of rape and manslaughter for Jessica. Wow. Did he get time served? Because he was in prison when this came out, right? He was in prison for something else, though. Okay, so no. So I, I don't think yeah. he would get time served okay. for that. Okay. He got 20 years in prison. That's it? Fucking right? What? Yeah. I don't know what his previous conviction was for, because I didn't look that up, but... Because I didn't do all that research. Yeah. Fun fact, it turns out that in the initial investigation, there was another informant who also heard back in 2002 that Stanley had killed Jessica. Back in 2002. when crazy. Bucky was on trial. Yeah. And the police were like, that's probably not relevant. We don't have, but did he have his picture? Her picture? (laughs) Right. In his his barn. barn. And did he call and like fucking interrogate the family or terrorize the family for a while? Oh my God. Why would Bucky do that? That's so weird. Why would you call and do that? Because he had a low IQ. He was kind of a dum-dum. Somebody should be like, let's cut his phone lines. (laughs) Right? This is a little bit of a liability right now. Sir, you're not allowed to have a phone line. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. That's wild. Another fun fact. Yeah. In an interview, Mike said, Stanley will be 70-something years old when he gets out, and I'll be waiting for him. Good. Click, click, boom, motherfucker. Yeah. He's going to fucking kill his brother when he gets out of prison. that's crazy. And that's the story of Jessica Dishon. That's so fucked up. That's your uncle. Isn't it? I was like, okay, this fucking motherfucking twist. Because they were like, this guy, Bucky, clearly fucking did it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck Bucky. Sure, Bucky. Everything yeah. about Bucky. Yeah. He was Get a neighbor. He had her picture. He was wearing a fucking overalls with no shirt no on. No shirt. Sure. Absolutely. Brewing some shine in the backyard. Listen, he looked like that kind of guy. And I mullet. was like, this motherfucker. No, yeah. he didn't have a mullet. Oh. He had kind of a bowl cut. Stanley had the mullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanley's a little fishy from the beginning with that mullet, but... <laughs> hey, listen. As soon as you said Stanley was, like, puking on the riverbed, I was like, he's fucking up evidence. He's getting his DNA everywhere. He for sure did it. Mm-hmm. Listen, Even though you said he didn't throw up there, he just started to get sick. I was like, mm. But, okay, he was like, let's go check by the riverbed. And Weird. that was the two days after But maybe it's, missing? like, that mentality of, like, if I hide where nobody expects me to hide in plain sight. But he hadn't put her there yet. Oh. <gasps> Well, then he was suggesting go look there so that he could put her there because they're not going to look there again. That's kind of what I thought was like maybe he was like, mm, but if I just fucking. Oh, that's sick. That's make him so check there first. Yeah. Gross. Isn't it? God damn. That's a crazy ass story. Oh, it was rough, right? Yeah. I'm about to give you a rougher one. Are you ready? <gasps> I'm so ready. Because if you'll recall, last episode I was like, I'm going to pick the grossest fucking story I can choose. To gross out Brandon. I saw some people gave you some recommendations, and I did not look at them, because I was like, I'll 
be nice to my husband. Okay, listen. People give me recommendations, and I'm going to do them later. I didn't do anybody's recommendation. Let me just squash the Ooh, beef now. Okay. I know. I know. I, 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 I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because some of them required, like, documentaries that I watch. And as you know, I'm staying with my parents, which is almost goddamn impossible to, like, watch a fucking TV show. Mm-hmm. You know? And then others were like, you know... A lot of research. So I picked one and it turned out to be like, you know, oh, this will be interesting. And then as I got into it, I was like, I don't feel good. So get ready. All right. Let's fucking hope he listens. This case is known as the Knoxville Horror. Ooh. Ooh. Also, this has been done by like bigger podcasts. So sorry, guys. All right. You're not going to find anything fast and new here. This is going to sound dumb. Yep. Where's Knoxville? Tennessee. All right. Cool. Okay. Just making that fucking get like, out is there. he from Jackass? <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, I know him. Is his name Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In January of 2017 in Knoxville, Tennessee, a man by the name of Lamericus Davison lived in a rundown two-bedroom rental home on Chipman Street with his girlfriend, Daphne. All right. I did not look up how to say any of their names. Lamericus? I yep. feel like you crushed Daphne. Crushed it. Yeah. Daphne for sure. <laughs> Lamericus, it might be Lamarcus. Lamar? Mm. Lamar? Oh, Lamaricus? Icus. I don't fucking know. Lamar Icus. His name is Lamaricus now. And you know what? He's not nice, so we don't give a fuck if I say his name right or wrong. All right, let's do it. So, he grew up with a crack-addicted mother who often prostituted, tooted, sold herself for money, worked the streets. All right. Turned on the red light. Whatever you want to say. Yep, curb crawler. All right. Whatever. She was like, you want some sex? I want some money. And she did that. Okay. Uh, Lamericus was broke, and he had no car or job, and so he was pretty down on his luck. So he decided, I'm just going to sell some dope. Fucking, yeah. The straight arrow right there. Happened. Let's do it. Yep. (laughs) And he was no stranger to the police, because not only was he selling dope, but also he had previously been arrested and served time for a carjacking, and he was currently on parole for that offense. Okay. In 2017. Okay, so he's a fucking stand-up guy. Yeah, he's crushing life. Everybody's like, respectable man, nothing to see here. Lamericus's brother, Latalvis, <laughs> had recently moved from Kentucky to come stay with him, with Lamericus, and he had brought along his friend George and George's friend, a.k.a. girlfriend, Vanessa. Okay. There's a lot of names in this story, and they were, all the articles were the last names, so it took me a long time to figure out who the Piece fuck did together. what. together. Yep. Okay, so we have Lamericus, mm-hmm. who, like, is staying in the rental apartment or mm-hmm. home. In a two-bedroom. Two-bedroom. Latalvis, his brother, mm-hmm. who brings along his friend George and Vanessa, and we also have Lamericus's girlfriend, Daphne. Okay, so two There's couples a- and a dude in a two-bedroom apartment. Indubitably. All right, let's do it. None of them had jobs or money or a car, so it didn't take long for Lamericus to be like, uh, what the fuck, you guys are all, like, freeloading off of me. And this is some bullshit, right? Like, yeah. you're just using me for a place to stay. Yeah. This ends up leading to Lamericus taking out his anger and frustration on his girlfriend, Daphne. And oh. she's like, peace, homie. I'm over your ass. I'm out of here. Taking out his anger in, like, a physical way or, like, I'm so grumpy. Didn't really specify, but it just sounded like shit wasn't going so great and he wasn't, like, the best guy. So she was like, I'm fucking out of here. Deuces, you bitch. Yeah. yeah. All right. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Lamericus is like, you know what? Like, this super sucks. Super down on my luck. If only I had a little bit of money, all of my problems in life would just, like, be gone, right? That's so, most people's life. Yeah. That's not true, right? <laughs> Biggie. Well, money's more problems. 
<laughs> not more money, it's just money in general. Just one money. More money, just one of them. So many problems. So many. So he's like, you know what will help is if I get my brother, Latalvis, and one of his friends by the name of Eric. It's another guy that I'm introducing into not the story. Not George, though. Not George. That he, guy's not trustworthy. He, he can just live with us. Well, I'm so glad you said that. He is part of the story later. Hold on to that thought, okay? All right. All right. But another friend by the name of Eric, he talks to his brother and Eric, and he's like, yo, we're going to go carjack somebody, and we're going to get some of us that, like, cold hard cash, right? From carjacking. Like, we're going to take the car, and we're going to sell it? What year know. is this? 2017. Okay. So, like, not from the guy. Not, like, hope this guy has fucking 40 bucks in his wallet. Like a ransom? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're like, we're going to take his car, and we're going to sell it, and then we're going to get some money. Okay. Okay. Like a chop shop kind of thing. Yeah. And I would like to say that the articles did not specify that that's what they were going to do, but, like, they needed some money, and so they were like, Let's I'm going to car, car. Dra- jack somebody. Yeah. Okay. So, enter Eric. Right? Yeah. Their friend Eric. Mm-hmm. Eric had lived in Knoxville his whole life, and he was also known as a bit of a bad apple. Mm-hmm. He had once held up nine stores slash fast food restaurants over a period of two and a half months in March of 94. Goddamn. So this guy was a little older, too, because it was like March of 94, and he already had some priors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so he's a little older, but he's, you know, you know, kind of a badass. He's like, pew, pew, I got this gun. Give me all your fucking chicken nuggets. And they were like, please, sir, don't. <laughs> Here's our 20 piece. Here's all our money. I will not chase you out the door because they don't pay me for that shit. It costs like $3. Yeah, yeah. It's right. not real chicken. <laughs> all right. Is he fucking robbing them for chicken nuggets and not cash? <laughs> That's what I was speculating. Give but, me all you your know. dino tendies. <laughs> I want all the pterodactyls only. <laughs> okay, so the whole crew is kind of like shady and known to do bad stuff, right? Which is probably why when Lamericus was like, yo, we're going to carjack somebody, they were like, I don't know. Okay, we're in. Yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great idea. Let's do it. So on January 6th, Lamericus is like, let's do the thing. Like I said, no one had a car or any money, but Eric had a cousin who he could borrow a car from. Like, I guess they were close enough that he was like, yo, let me borrow your car. And his cousin was like, you got it, dude. Yeah. And so Eric... Snags his car and he takes uh, Latalvis and Lamericus, the two brothers, to these apartments called Washington Ridge Apartments. And I think Lamericus was going there because he owed somebody money or some shit. There was like a purpose for them to go there, but I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, or what? There's a couple different articles. One article was like he was going there because he owed some chick money and he was showing up there, but he didn't really have the money. But he was just like, you know, fake showing up to be like, I got you, boo. Another article was like, uh, I'm just going to cruise the street for some bitches, and then they end up at this apartment. So I don't know why the fuck they were there, but okay. they're at these apartments. Okay. Enter a 21-year-old Channon Christian and her boyfriend, 23-year-old Christopher Newsom. Channon and Chris, they had been out to dinner on the night of January 6th, and they had plans to go to a friend's apartment, who happened to live in the same Washington Ridge apartments, to watch a movie and, like, round out their fucking date night, right? Yeah. So they're like, let's have some dinner, let's go see a movie at a friend's house. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. It's not really clear if they got to see the movie or not, but (laughs) while they're in the parking lot of the Washington Ridge Apartments, where the friend lived, Channon was in the driver's seat of her Toyota 4Runner, and Chris was standing in the driver's side door, and he was giving Channon a kiss when the couple were ambushed and attacked at gunpoint. Oh, fuck. You said, aw. I read an article where they were, like, in an argument because Chris was, like, late to pick up Channon, whatever, Mm. and he was, like, trying to make up to it, but, like, I got you, baby. (laughs) He's like, it's like a kiss and makeup type thing? Yeah. But, I mean, listen, they were kissing. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was nobody else's business. Yeah. Well, they were attacked. 
Uh, Lamericus and Eric had run up to the couple while they were having their goodnight kiss, mm-hmm. and they attacked them and took control of the car. And while Latalvis, he was like behind in the fucking Eric's cousin's getaway car or whatever, mm-hmm. he was like, "I'll drive this car. You guys drive that car, right?" So Lamericus and Eric they go do attack in, and Latalvis is like. I'll take this one back to wherever the fuck we need to go. You guys do your thing. Yeah, he dropped him off at the, like, fucking take this car point. Yeah, I don't know if he knew why they were there. I'm sure he did. Maybe he was, like, on his toes and he was like, oh, I'll drive the car. <laughs> oh, this is what we're doing tonight? All right. I'm on this. Okay, so they get the couple in the car and they drive back to that rental property that Lamericus lived in. Okay, they brought the couple with them? Yep, uh, in the car. This doesn't sound like a good no thing. Oh, nope, not a good thing at uh, so after not hearing from her daughter for some time, Shannon's mom became worried and immediately filed a missing persons report for the couple. Yeah. And the police are like, let's go check out what the fuck happened. And it didn't take them long to find some clues. All right. Because the following day on the 7th of January, a worker found Chris's body wrapped up near some railroad tracks in East Knoxville. Wrapped up in what? I'll tell you. All right. Chris's hands and feet were bound. He was gagged and blindfolded. And his body was naked from the waist down. There was evidence that he had been sodomized with an object. And he had also been raped (gasps) by a person. How do they know the difference? Because there was DNA evidence on one and then probably like... What do you mean on one? In one butthole? DNA evidence on another. Mm. is what i'm guessing but what do you mean dna evidence on like if it was an object they had chris's oh they had the evidence yeah had they had the object yeah oh fuck. that is what i am guessing (gasps) oh that's just rude (laughs) to keep it no i mean like to do that to a person oh yeah everything that's about to happen is super rude (laughs) it's not okay like i would not be like you know what it was an accident it's like super not okay these guys are just not at all polite yeah yeah exactly all right Later during witness testimony, it was discovered that while bound and blindfolded and after the molestation, Chris was led by Eric, the friend of Lamericus, mm-hmm. um, barefoot, out of the home. I guess Lamericus had jacked Chris's new Nikes or some shit. Oh, fuck. That's So up. Eric led him out of the home and then brought him to the railroad tracks where he was then shot in the back of the head oh. and the neck and the back. And then a hoodie was wrapped around his head and his body was set on fire. Jesus. A lot of things happened. Talk about overkill. Right? Chris died at 1.45 or around 1.45 a.m. on the 7th. Oh, my God. And they disappeared on the 6th. Now, it said 6th at, like, midnight. So I don't know if that's, like, 7 in the morning. Like, the 7th in the morning. Or if it's, like, it just started the day of the 6th. I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's a little fuzzy. So uh, then on January 8th, the next day. Police discovered Channon's abandoned forerunner on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And so they look inside and they find an envelope. And when they look at the envelope, they find a fingerprint and they're able to lift it. And wouldn't you know, it's Lamericus's fingerprint that okay. they find. They find the forerunner. Yep. On the side of the road. Weren't these people going to scrap it or do whatever the fuck they were going to do to it? Shit went kind of south. Okay. They were just going to carjack the couple. And then all of a sudden... It led to rape and murder. Yep. All right. And they just, like, bailed on the car. Uh, So the police were, like, very able to trace back who the fuck these fingerprints are because Lamericus had a record. And so they just ran it through the database and they were like, here's Lamericus and here's where he lives. Okay. 
Okay, so they go to his house, which is on file, which is that two-bedroom rundown apartment that he was renting. Yeah. And it was only a few blocks away from where the car was found. And when the police get there, they realize that the rental home had basically been abandoned and no one was there. But they find something grisly inside. Okay. In the kitchen, they discover that Channon's mutilated body had been <gasps> shoved in the trash can. Ooh, what? The whole body? The whole thing. How big is this trash can? Like standard trash can size. I'm sure she didn't fit. Wasn't decomposed? De- de- I don't really was know. Was it cut up? I don't know. Okay, that's a great question because I'm going to get there. So it was discovered that she died after hours of torture. Oh. Which resulted in traumatic brain injury. Oh, no. Along with trauma to her vagina, anus, and mouth. I should really yell trigger warning here. Yeah. Which was caused by sexual assault. Oh. The assault was not just raped by a person, but also with an object. Why? I don't fucking understand. I don't know either. I will never understand that. I don't understand. I don't either, but police suspect that it was with a broken chair leg. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you feel good. That is horrifying. It's the worst piece of evidence we have ever found or, like, information. That is horrifying. That's too detailed. So I'm guessing that's where, like, DNA came from. It's my speculation. That's how they know it was with an object also. Why? I don't know, because they're awful. Like, you're not going to get off on that. No. Well, you don't know that. That's fair. Don't kink shame. I will fucking king shame. <laughs> I, I will king shame this a hundred percent. I knew you were gonna say. Listen, that. I will not king shame if you're not hurting anybody. No, it was awful. I was just kidding with that. You should king shame them. Yeah, that's awful, horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. Mine isn't fun. My story isn't cute. It okay. makes me want to throw up. I can feel it in the back of my throat. Oh God, don't say that <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you some shit. Okay, oh. so. It's also found that uh, Channon's killers attempted to destroy DNA evidence by pouring bleach down her throat <gasps> and scrubbing her body with it. So well, she, she was like, alive? Yes, she was ah! alive. And she had, like, all this, like, open wounds, right, from being mutilated and molested or whatever. I don't feel good. And they, like, poured bleach all over her to, like, get rid of the evidence. What cause... fucking assholes? Doesn't one of them have a girlfriend? Yes, Vanessa is the girlfriend. And George is the guy that has the girlfriend. I'm going to tell you, like, as close to each person's role as I could figure out later. Which Mm -hmm. is where I was like, I researched later and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to tell you the whole goddamn story. So (laughs) here it is. All right. Okay, so Shannon was found hogtied with curtains and strips of bedding. Mm -hmm. And she had a plastic bag secured over her head. Oh. And then her body was put in five garbage bags. This is where I was like, I'm not quite sure if she was like, like, decapitated deconstructed <laughs> what's the word yeah like i don't know if she was like double bagged or all in different ones yeah yeah literally what is the word <laughs> dismembered yeah there you go <laughs> give me my word line <laughs> line <laughs> yeah i'm oh. pretty sure they just put her in five bags total i don't know what the purpose would be maybe they were like it's still leaking but i'm oh awful i mean yeah that's gross okay so anyway five trash bags i'm not sure if they were separate bags or the same bags but she was fucking in five trash bags all right um the autopsy discovered that she had survived all of this torture and died only after having been put in the trash can with a bag over her head like she was alive and she like suffocated suffocated. yeah oh that's fucked up yeah like the bleach part well the rape part all of it i mean the whole part 
Oh my was God. pretty fucking shitty. Oh, it's awful. Okay. It was estimated that she died on the afternoon of the 7th or the 8th, but they're not 100% sure when. The afternoon? Yeah, like sometime in the afternoon time. I don't know if they were like, trash pickup came at fucking 6, so there's no way she would have served. Like, I don't yeah. know where that came yeah. from. But, um, so now the police are like, you know, we need to talk to Lamaricus. Yeah, some we should shit. probably have some words. Some shit has gone down in his house. Let's talk to him. Yeah. So they search and they eventually find him and the whole crew hiding out in Kentucky, which is where his brother had come from. Like he moved, his brother moved from Kentucky to Tennessee. Okay. To stay with Lamaricus. So they're like, we got you. And they arrest and eventually end up trying everybody separately because they're like, we found you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all, there was a ton of DNA evidence and everything. And they were like, y'all raped their, you were people. here. You did this thing. Yeah. 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 So Lamericus ended up getting the death penalty. Latalvis got life without parole, which is his brother. Mm-hmm. Life without parole. Uh, George, the friend who came out with. Yeah. To live uh, with them. Exactly. He got 123 years to life without parole. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. To life with parole in 2064. Okay. I don't even know how far What did he... Is. I mean, he was Here's the thing the is rape. where I, like, ended this, and then I have a whole other page of fucking information, because I was like, what did they do? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm an idiot, and I didn't <laughs> really research it all. Okay, so, uh, Vanessa ends up getting 35 years, and she was eligible for par- parole this year. Vanessa? Vanessa, the girlfriend. So they... <gasps> all of the people I named off were somehow involved in this one way or another, whether yeah. they did the murder in or the rape in or the hiding of bodies or... They were present while it was taking place. I want to know what Vanessa did. Yep. Yep. This is I mean, it. I want to know what they all did, but, like, exactly. Vanessa? Exactly. What were you in this for? Which, this would have been a pretty shitty story if I didn't tell you what had happened. Yeah. But, like, what had happened, though? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Hang on. Let me finish uh, telling you all this other shit. All right. So, Eric, the guy who had the car who drove them to the apartments mm-hmm. in the first place, the, like, getaway car, the one who supplied the vehicle to make this all happen. Yeah. He always maintained that he only drove the cars and he didn't take part in any of the murders, even though he technically led chris to the railroad tracks like in the fucking testimonies we get yeah he says no no no. i only drove the cars and he was given 18 years for kidnapping okay and was eligible for release in 2020 but (gasps) i'm sorry 2022 i didn't finish the sentence oh okay (laughs) um yeah so but on august 13th of last year 2019 he was found guilty of rape and first-degree murder because new evidence came out. Oh. And he now faces a new sentencing, which hasn't taken place according to any of the evidence, like, fucking articles I could find. Yeah. Um, but he automatically gets life for the murder charge. So, basically, he's in prison forever. Okay. Okay, so here's what had happened. Mm-hmm. Which I wrote for fucking 30 today because I was like, I didn't tell you guys what happened. It came out in trial that basically... They intended the Lamericus, LaTravis, or whatever the fuck his name is, his fucking <laughs> brother, and Eric, they only intended to rob the couple and take their car. Yeah. But as they were carjacking the couple, another car's headlights came along and, like, shone on them or shined on them or fucking lit up their area, lit up the crime scene. Yeah. And they were like, oh, fuck, scatter. And they panicked. So, uh, Lamericus and Eric run to the car while Latalvis stays behind in their, like, fucking regular car. Mm-hmm. And while Lamericus and Eric are robbing the couple, the lights shine, and they freak out, and they shove the couple into the car. Because they're like, 
fuck, we gotta go. Yeah. Initially, yeah. they were gonna, like, shove them out of the car and just take the car, but now they're like, you're mine, motherfucker, and they take them. Yeah. So they end up tying the couple up in the car with whatever they could find to, like, tie them up with, and they start to drive to the rental home of Lamericus. Okay. While they're at the house, Lamericus and George, the friend now, that you're like, what George do? Yeah, yeah. And Vanessa. George and Vanessa are the couple, right? Yeah. So Lamericus and George, they get into an argument over who the fuck knows what. By the way, they're all doing drugs. They're all doing bad shit. They're not great people, right? Yeah. So they get into an argument, and Lamericus is like, yo, you're going to have to do something to earn my trust, because now I don't fucking trust you, because I'm in a pickle. Yeah, I've done some shit. And I need to know that I can trust you. Yeah. So they basically tell Channon that, like, whatever you do, just go along with it, and we're going to let you go. Everything's going to be okay. And oh, so my she's God, like poor fucking girl. Yeah, she's trying her best to just survive. It's alleged that during this time, Eric is the one who raped Chris. I guess he had, like, pornographic shit on his phone with, like, dudes doing other dudes. So they were like, you must have been the one who raped him. I don't know if they had DNA evidence or what. Okay. That's why it was, like, he was tried first for only kidnapping, and then later he was tried again, and they were like, ah, you fucking did it. Yeah. So I don't know if they found DNA evidence later or what. I don't know. I would hope they found DNA evidence, because that seems like real fucking floppy evidence. Yeah. Right? Like, if you, you gotta have that shit locked up. Uh, Vanessa ends up getting left behind with Channon while the other guys take Chris away in the stolen vehicle. So, she sees, or somebody sees, Eric leading Chris out without his shoes on, right? Yeah. And this is where they go to the railroad tracks. But they're all taking him and they're putting him into the Forerunner. And they go, I don't know if they dump the Forerunner All now. the guys leave. Lamericus, George, and Eric, they all take Chris into the Forerunner. And this is where Eric is seen leading Chris out of the house with no shoes on mm-hmm. in the witness testimony. They put him in the Forerunner and they go dump the Forerunner a few blocks from the house. They take Chris out to the railroad tracks. And this is where Lamericus is like, yo, George, here's where you got to pay up. Like, here's where you got to earn my trust. Okay. And so Lamericus basically instructs George to shoot Chris. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So George does, and he shoots at Chris and shoots him in the neck. This is where the first neck shot is. And then as Chris falls forward, George shoots again and hits him in the back. And then Lamericus fires the final shot to the head. Okay. So that's how Chris dies. So the guys go back to the house, and Eric is like, yo, did my part. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Uh, The remaining guys, they wash off the blood and everything from their bodies, I guess, from the gunshots. And Lamericus and George grab gas cans to go burn the body. Okay. And so now, while all this is going on, Latalvis, he goes to Channon, who's in his brother's room, who's all tied up or whatever, and saying, like, you know, if you just cooperate, everything will be fine. Yeah. And so he tells her again, like, just let me do what I'm going to do, and I'll let you go. Ugh. And so he proceeds to orally rape her Ugh. so hard that a membrane in her mouth had been severed. What does that mean? I don't know, what but is a membrane I don't in your like mouth? It. I'm not, I'm thinking your uvula Ugh. is the only membrane I could think of, or your tongue, that's an organ. I don't know. I don't like it. Your tonsils? Who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. Okay. So he orally rapes her, and uh-huh. then Lamericus comes in after he kills Chris, and he rapes her vaginally and anally. Oh, fuck. Uh, then Vanessa, who's super pissed, by the way, because she just watched her boyfriend do some shit. Like, all the shit is going down, right? Yeah. And she's like, first of all, you leave me in fucking charge of a prisoner. <laughs> and then you're doing all the shit. I don't know all her stance or whatever. I mean, it's cheating, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's cheating? Not That's good. cheating. I don't like it. 
Well, George is her, or not George. God damn it. What's his name? No, it is George. Yeah. I got it right this time. Yeah. George is her boyfriend. And George raped her. George he said shot. Latavius. La- yeah. La- La- Talvis. Talvis did. God damn. I'll get it right one of yeah, these days. someday. Poor Aaron who has to edit this. I know. You said Latavis did. Yeah. He raped her. And then who George was the second shot. person? Uh, Lamericus. Oh, okay. So okay. the brothers raped her. Okay. But still, she's mad. Like, you Fuck. just left yeah. me. I'm sure it wasn't a rare relationship. So, mm-hmm. uh, Vanessa, who's super pissed, she just starts beating Shannon in the vagina. Like, super brutally. I'm sorry, what? I don't know with what. But just starts hitting her. Until it leaves, like, a pool of blood. <gasps> Why? <laughs> I don't know, but I told you. I picked this story and I didn't know all these details till 4.30 today. Like, I picked the story a couple days ago and I was like, got it. And then later I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Why? She's mad. She's real mad. Yeah, but like, why? I don't know. I don't get it. You're supposed to be fucking, like, stand up for the other girl and be like, I mean, maybe I'll just let you fucking go. It's not what happened. It's not what happened at That's all. That's fucking awful. Yeah. So he, she, she did some shit. And then Shannon is, like, drug into the kitchen where they spray the bleach down her throat Ugh. and, like, scrub her body. Like, her broken membranes were exposed to bleach. Mm. Uh, they scrub her body. And then Lamericus and Latalvis, they hogtie her and wrap her in the trash bags and then leave her for dead. Okay. And that's where she ends up. This is fucking horrifying. Yeah. And then they all, like, fucking scattered to Kentucky. Yeah. That's their story. And she's so not dead when they leave. It I'm was assuming. No. She was still alive. Oh, and then Vanessa had testified and said that um, when they brought her into the kitchen to, like, scrub her of the bleach and everything, she still thought she was going to live, right? Like, she did what she was supposed to do. Not to say she did it willingly, but she survived what she was supposed to survive. Yeah. And Vanessa said that she was terrified as they were, like, hogtying her and shit. Why was she terrified? Because she knew it was about to happen? I'm sure, because she thought, like, oh, I'm done here. I could be, like, go. And they were, like, burning her with the bleach and shit. Vanessa was terrified? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Shannon was terrified. Like, Vanessa testified that Shannon was terrified. Okay. Yeah. When they brought her in there. Like, she was alert enough. It wasn't, like, because there was damage done that made her, that, like, caused traumatic brain injury. Mm -hmm. But she was still alert enough to know that she was in danger. While they were doing all this. Oh my god, that's so fucking sad. And then she ended up suffocating because of the trash bags over her head. And then they just fucking bounced. Like, she was still alive and they wrapped her up and threw her in the trash and ran. And that's That's what killed her. terrifying. That's awful. Ugh, I hate it. Anyway, so, um, that's basically my whole story. Aside from the side note that all the perpetrators were black and the victims were white. So everybody was like... This is a racist attack. It's racially motivated. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And then it came out later that it legit was just a carjacking that went terribly wrong. It had nothing to do with race. But everybody yeah. tried to take it the race direction. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's my fucking story. Jesus. Yeah. It took a turn. When I first looked it up, it was just like this couple. They ended up like burned on the side of a railroad track and one was found in a dumpster. And I was like, what? Hold up. And then came fucking chair legs and trash bags and bleach. So was Chris raped by the chair leg too i'm assuming that's my speculation because they had evidence that he was raped by an object and then the object that they thought channon had been raped by was a chair leg this is fucking awful it's the worst thing ever the worst thing ever i don't understand it i legit do not understand like why it just escalated right quick like like real quick i fucking guess yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting that they were like, uh, Lamericus is like, yo, George, you got to prove yourself now because you just watched me do all this shit and I don't know you that well. 
because you're yeah. my brother's friend. Yeah. So you need to prove yourself. Come out and you're going to, like, kill this guy. And then he didn't really kill him. And so Lamericus basically finished it off. But then it was, like, enough for Lamericus to be like, all right, you're involved. And this whole Eric guy, the whole time he was like, listen, I drove them to the apartments, but I didn't take in any murder. And they were like, all right, well, you're going to get in trouble for kidnapping and whatever. Yeah. But then later it was found that, like, mm, you actually partook in some murder. Okay, so on that lovely note. Jesus Christ. It's great, right? Goddamn. Great story. That's fucking awful. Glad I could end it on a high note. Yeah, thanks a lot. Every time. Jesus. So, if you guys are interested in pictures pertaining to our cases, I don't know what we're going to find, but check out our website, isgdpodcast.com. I will post them there. Along with you will find links to our merch and our Patreon. Go join. It's as little as a dollar. And you get some extra episodes. You get so many extra episodes. We've done it for a whole fucking year. Yeah, you get 12, at least 12 extra episodes. And we'll continue. So, yep. so every month more. you'll get new ones. Yeah. And you can follow us on social media at uh, ISGD Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join mm-hmm. our Facebook group. The Goddamn Pod Group. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pause and look at Aaron and say it right so I don't say it wrong. <laughs> and then snail mail us at... P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And send us an email at Gmail, which is I will write you back. Give us case suggestions. Tell us what's up, baby. Yep. Do all the things. Yep. Subscribe, rate, and review. Please, because we don't get those as often as we should. Yeah. For as many people who love us. <laughs> <laughs> Titties. Oh, shit. Also... We appreciate you, motherfuckers. Thank you, guys. Especially to all the people who came out to fucking Twitch to watch us, like, raw dog this shit. Yeah. We're I figuring it out. apologize for all the fucking pauses. And Listen, they're here with us. They're figuring it out. Yeah, all the things. But, yeah. 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 Listen. Yeah. Next you know, time we'll have power cords and we won't hit the mic as many times as we have. Yeah. Maybe. Or also, maybe there won't be a next time and maybe we're done. You can fucking listen to the actual episode and I will have... I don't know, edited this shit to make it seem coherent. So there's that. You should all fucking praise Erin because she has like three hours to edit. And usually there are only two. That's true. We love you. Toodles. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Dumb and Busted. What podcast brings you true stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes every week? Dumb and busted, obviously. But Hannah, where is your one-stop shop if you want to hear about a killer nurse, a pervy arsonist, or a group of hella old dudes breaking into a vault? Dumb and busted. Allison, come on, seriously? We host the show together. Okay, last question. Where can I go if I need to hear the number one song of 1999, I Want It That Way? What? The Backstreet Boys album Millennium? How did we even get on this tangent? Oh, okay. Sorry for being the only one who's ever fallen victim to their tight harmonies and timeless songs. Anyway, please listen and subscribe to Dumb and Busted on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Crime you later!